Whoa. Eyes up, Guardians. We are live for episode 114 of the Conqueror's Corner podcast. Today is May 25th, and I, the Destiny Bad Boy, have returned with my fire team, who all of you CCBs know by now, Jared. Hello, everyone. You know, just been doing some fishing, which uh, is pretty crazy to say that we are doing fishing in Destiny 2. And the Chronicor himself, Chad Ocero. We got some uh, some spicy lore from the armor this season, so uh, we'll get into that a little bit later. And if you're watching on YouTube, you probably noticed somebody else with us in the, uh, the... This is an expanded fire team today. For the first time ever, we have a guest with us, Link. Hi. <laughs> and uh, if you're watching on YouTube... Tickets on the road, Spotify, iTunes, other podcast services. Make sure you subscribe. Unsubscribe, resubscribe, click the bell, turn on notifications, yada, yada, yada. Follow us on Twitter at DestinyCCPod. Send us a bunch of friend requests. That way we can play games together. We have the TWAB from Sam this week. But before we get into that, let's listen to our intro music from everybody's favorite link, who you can find on our YouTube right now or on Twitter at Link of Time G. Listening to Conquer's Corner, a Destiny podcast. And uh, great intro music. I'm sure all of us, we all love to hear that every single episode. Uh, but let's uh, let's talk to the guy here uh, before we get started on everything. I know this is a huge week, but we really want to take this time, highlight Link here. Link, thank you for joining us. You're the first ever guest uh, ever. Uh, yours is the only other voice that's ever been on the show. Uh, whenever you added it to our, our second, uh, our second intro music there. Uh, so say hello, tell us about yourself a little. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm happy to be here. Uh, yeah. What do you want to know? Uh, so let's start off, uh, where can people find you? Okay, so you can find me on Twitter and YouTube at Link of Time G. You can also follow me or find me on iTunes and Spotify under Leaks, and that's L K I S. And yeah, I just kind of post everything everywhere. So if you find it on YouTube, there's a good chance it's probably going to be on Spotify and iTunes as well. That's uh, smart there, you know. The guy tapping his tapping his big brain here. So, uh, how long have you been doing music? Uh, like specifically, like are, are we your first podcast music people? Have you done work with other content creators? Um, what got you into all this? Just give us a give us a like two minutes on kind of how all this came to be. All right. Well, I started doing. Um, well, I've been playing music my whole life since I was about like twelve. And then I, after I got out of the military, I doubled down on music and uh, started making friends in rock. And then Destiny came out and I fell in love with the soundtrack. So that kind of like started developing like, okay, do I want to do like soundtrack stuff? So I dabbled in the thought for a long time. And then 
eventually I just kind of pushed into it. And then along with doing the soundtrack stuff, I was doing EDM stuff. And um, I did, this is the first like podcast intro music that I've ever done. So I know the last song I did, I was coming off of trying to transcribe the Witch Queen music box, which was like really cool because that kind of like, uh that helped me blow up a little bit and then i worked with uh ob katie cat on her stream and we did uh survive the truth together and after that uh i showed her some of my final shape lightfall stuff that i'd been working on and she thought it was really good and that i should finish it and it was always like one of those ideas that i just kind of like and it kept there, but I was like not very confident in it. But anyways, I finished it, and then that kind of blew up. And then I've just been dabbling and getting orchestrations kind of more tight, more sounding like Destiny, if you will. That, I think I answered that right. <laughs> Man, that's uh, yeah, 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 for sure. So I know Jared and I and and uh, Chato here. We've all kind of talked like we think that we got in really early on somebody that's going to like really pass this small podcast up. So we just want to say like, thanks man. Like we, we appreciate all your work. I can't imagine how many hours you put in to, to do this, but we do really appreciate it. Uh, did you have uh, any questions Jared or Chad that you guys had? Yeah. So uh, since this is still a destiny podcast for now, anyways, uh, we got to know what Link is as a Destiny player. So, first question, uh, what is your main in, in Destiny? Ooh. Well, it all started in 2014 when I got that squirrely hunter. So, I'm definitely a hunter main. Warlock's been catching up, and I'd never touch my Titan. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. Um so what activity do you usually find yourself playing the most uh, in Destiny? Uh, a lot of Gambit. A lot of Gambit. I love okay. Gambit. So that's like my main juice. And then like Strikes and Nightfalls. But I don't know. Lately, I've just been kind of cruising around patrol zones, just kind of exploring. Just... Did, did, we, did we run across each other in Gambit? Is that how... Mm. Is that how we met? Or? No, we met in a Crucible match because you guys teabagged me and you thought I was going to like <laughs> start some like abuse. It was probably, it was probably, it was probably me. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, a, that's got Ryan written all over it. Yep. 100%. Yeah. yeah, sorry about that. Kept getting smacked and hazed with <laughs> headshots. It was like, all right, I'm adding this guy. It's, <laughs> it's probably it's probably because you killed me several times before, and it just happens at that point. That, that's all that I have. That's all that I have. Like if Foss gets killed by somebody three times in a row, and they finally, he finally gets it once, the bats come out. You know, just like that. <laughs> Aggression meter yep. has to be. That's exactly. It's exactly right. It's usually or or twice really quick. <laughs> that, that's all I need is one kill and and the bags are getting dropped. So uh, I, I apologize uh, years later for that. But it actually I think it worked out pretty good for us as a podcast. So I think everybody should. I think we should just start dropping bags on everybody moving forward. 
All right, we'll see how that goes for us. <laughs> I think we found the diamond in the rough here. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Th- this was like the one percent chance that something good came out of it. That's fair. Oh man, um, <laughs> I I have to once again apologize for Ryan's bagging. <laughs> it's we can always hear him maniacally giggling after a little bit of him being frustrated, and then we know. The bags have come out and <laughs> we have to start trying harder because we are we are in deep after that point. I get the same. But I'm, I'm disappointed that you that you don't play your Titan enough. Um, you know, just just load in, punch some stuff and then load that load up. That's enough for me. Just that's all you got to do. Just load in. And punch. You don't even have to finish the mission for the story <laughs> mission this season. Just punch some stuff. But um, let's see. What's uh? what's your favorite past two destiny two season so far my favorite past one uh yeah ooh. does it have to be recent no 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 any any of the seasons in d2 i loved was it season season of dawn probably season of the dawn ah. with corridors okay I don't know. I yep. I really love the Mercury yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like, and I get so much crap for that, and people think it's a troll. But like, I I legitimately what? loved Curse of Osiris and like that. That's seasonal activity. <laughs> I was swear to God, yeah, I was going to say. Sense. I bet it was Curse of Osiris. <laughs> that, that was definitely. <laughs> I was leaning into it, but no, I I yeah, I enjoyed yeah. that. I like the seasonal activities where. I think what it was for me that like that is like my favorite season is because of the whole like community puzzle for corridors of time. And like mm-hmm. I had just started going to college and like I was taking Japanese, but I remember like watching like everybody work on this and then, you know, coming back and helping with screenshots and stuff. It was like it was really cool and it was special just for that. And I love I love memories like that when it comes to destiny. So it's like just seeing the community like that and it's just kind of mm. i've been waiting for those moments to come back i'm hoping they do yeah quarter the quarters of time were definitely a good memory i remember playing some a board game with my roommates watching a dude take a or just sleep because <laughs> he'd been quiet. awake for like 30 hours <laughs> and <laughs> my roommate's quiet. like what, what are you sure. watching a guy sleep and i'm like he was doing stuff he'll start up again soon are you watching it? I gotta be sleep? there for that. Is there a worse time? Is there a worse time for your friends? Yeah, like, what you're he was, watching on the he internet? was working on it. He's like, all right, I'm gonna take a nap. And then she happened to look after he was fully in bed. I was like, okay. All right. <laughs> Unfortunate. All right. Anybody else have any other questions? Uh, if not, we've got uh Wink's gonna he's gonna stick around with us the whole show this week. And we have a monstrous show. I did not expect, I expected it to be a big show. I did not expect everything that that's coming. So yeah, Jared, well, t- take us to the 12, my guy. Yeah, we'll go ahead and get into it here. Um, man, the header of the 12, if you have not seen the teaser trailer from the PlayStation sh- showcase, and if you wanted want to somehow stay completely spoiler free of everything, destiny, the only let it happen in game. I don't know why you're on the internet, but here we are. So that is your only warning, and we're just moving forward. Uh, Ikora is sitting there with her ghost, which is very important uh, in this in this little image here. So getting in onto that, 
Uh, Fox was a courageous soldier for us watching the PlayStation Showcase and then like started blowing up our phones. Hey, Bungie's releasing stuff right now on the Showcase. And uh, they dropped the Marathon trailer, which we'll be getting to later in the episode. And then next was a teaser trailer for the Final Shape Showcase on August 22nd. And in that little teaser trailer, I was talking to somebody around a campfire and... Who is that? That is back from the dead. What is dead may never die. Cade six. And uh, okay, Ooh. here we go. Um, and, and and as we see Cade six, it looks back up into the sky, and it seems to be the one on the other side of the traveler portal that the witness made. So. Uh, Look in the chat to maybe fill us in or anything like that. What we need to know about what actually happened. What we know I nothing mean, he about. Has, he has an effect on his eyes that is similar to the effect that's on the ace in that trailer. Um, it's pretty taken-y to me, but it doesn't have the, the dark uh, flame outside of it. It's just light. Um, so there's more to look at there and digest on it. But uh, I had the same reaction as, uh, as Ryan. Um, and I'll definitely talk about it a little bit more later. But as of right now, we don't know too much. We just know they're on the other side of that portal, which based on the beginning of this season, we know is currently not possible for a typical guardian. Um, we also know that if he's currently dead and is on the other side, oh, people are like, well, if that, is that like death? And it's like, well, no, Ikora is there and her ghost is also there. So she got through. Um, cause if she was there, her ghost wouldn't be, and it, her ghost would bring her back. Um, so we know she somehow got to the other side with her ghost, but, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, I mean, we'll probably get into more of that. Obviously August 22nd, um, is the major date we're going to be looking at, um, when they're going to talk more about it. So I'm definitely excited for that. Question for, uh, Cade's gun <clears throat> and his eyes. It, it kind of reminded me of that. I think it was the live event before we went into um, Beyond Light when the Traveler had that huge, like, flush of light. The Like that aura thing that was going on? <clears throat> yeah. And then it as it was, like, pulsing and, like, the light just kept getting brighter and brighter, it kind of, like, it makes me wonder if, like, hmm. he's, like, back and maybe the presence of like a ghost kind of like the because the ghost got like the kind of glowy to them right like the little white yeah so like you think it's like a pure light energy kind of thing i think it could be that at least that's what the vibe no i mean that would make sense because he was a guardian but yeah i mean that's yeah do we have do we have kate's body somewhere uh, we do. I mean, obviously, during Forsaken, we we saw him under the tarp when uh, Ikora called Zavala a, a punk, um, a little punk bee. Yep. So we we know we have his body somewhere. So, do you think it's something that if you take a body inside the portal, maybe they the light energy can a person that was once a guardian, maybe it does something like they can exist inside maybe. the traveler. That's a good enough guess. So, Do you think they so, just hurdled if, Cade's dead body into it? 
maybe maybe they didn't like throw him in there. Maybe they carried him <laughs> in there. But my question is, what happens if we take um old bitch boy in there? Uh Crow, Aldrin. We <laughs> already saw what happened to a live to... guardian. <clears throat> like do you think we saw like, he... they got mangled up and turned into just a pretzel? Mm-hmm. And uh, so we also have who else doesn't have their ghost? Saint Osiris, Geppetto. Je- right? No, yeah, Osiris. Yeah, because Saint still has Geppetto. Osiris oh, does, does yeah. not have a ghost. Yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking. You about just the never see it. there for a second. No, so that's what it's named after. If we, <laughs> if we. Uh, so I don't know. I th- I think it's going to be something to play with that as a put like the the traveler's energy, which because the traveler has the ghost. I think it's going to be because that could also play in. You know how we've already seen our own body. Yeah, like yeah, our yeah. dead body in the corridors. Yeah. So I just I just wonder if that's how if that's how they how they kind of work that in. That's where guardians go after their final death. Yeah, and it's kind of like a reunion, a reunion Mm. or whatever. Okay. What if that's what the? I mean, what if that's what the drifters' like little bank is for? They teased it. Just shove Katie to it. Do it it all those years ago. Like we're playing Gambit for a reason. It's got to come back to that. I feel like. Yeah, the Gambit lover over here wants to make it for a reason. Listen, the real question is, uh, what got dropped faster, Gambit or the Crucible? What's been neglected longer? All right. Uh, at the end of that teaser trailer, they show a little armor set that you can go buy in the Eververse store that is based on other PlayStation games. So the Hunter, you have the Anointed Hunter, you got God's Main Titan, and you got uh, uh, Ancestr- ancestral for the warlocks, I believe, was what it was. Okay, yeah. that's so. Th- these were these were Jared. I don't think you played any of these games, but um, Aloy was the like the hunter that the uh, Aloy was uh, from Horizon, the Horizon franchise. Uh, super good games. You probably heard me talk about those back in like episode like fifteen or something. Uh, when I was playing those on PC. And then Godsbane for the Titans. Uh, that's Kratos from God of War, which is still... I haven't played uh, the second one that came out, but God of War 2018 is one of my top three to five favorite games of all time. And then the Ghost of Tsushima was the... Which the, I have not played uh, because I don't have a PlayStation. I just play them when they come to PC. Uh, and that is the... The main character from it is kind of the inspiration uh, for this uh, uh, armor set, and they are very, wrong. very expensive. Yeah, twenty dollars. Yeah, the, 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 they really caught up with the inflation costs this this latest season. Destiny, right? <laughs> they need money, man. They're funding all these other games on the side. True, true. Uh, I mean, did they get four billion dollars? Maybe. But that's not for games. <laughs> you know, a good chunk of that just going to the people. That's the higher ups that like 
the guys that made <laughs> Marathon and Halo. Right. The original Just creators. What one of them's named Pete? Pete Parsons. Yeah, Joe Staten was the yeah. guy that left. I bet he's regretting that because he just got fired by Microsoft <laughs> for from the Halo franchise. Or he might have he might have left on his own. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. Yeah. So we also have a Sparrow ship and Ghost Shell from Last of Us. Um, the Ghost Shell is named uh, the Clicker. So uh, I watched the series. I didn't play the game. So. Uh, those are out there for purchase. Uh, with this theme, cosplay is coming back for Bungie Day. So Bungie is wanting you to dress up with your Bungie interaction armor set from the past with a spin on it with another PlayStation title in mind. So uh, if you're one of those people, I'm sure that there's going to be some really cool stuff out there. Um, you know, PlayStation has a lot of games from the past, so probably some really cool stuff that people can throw together. And if you post those, make sure you tag Destiny the Game on Twitter. And I think maybe Instagram does it too, but I think Twitter, you're more likely to be seen by them. And if you want a pro tip, do something with Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal in there and... Uh, that's going to be your best bet because uh, Twisted Metal is getting ready to come out as a TV series and everybody's going to get super into that. So uh, just work on that. Uh, just a reminder that Guardian Games did come to an end. They tell us that again where Titans won. That's pretty obvious that Titans were going to win pretty early on. <laughs> uh, well, I'm close. Props to them. Uh, then we got Season of the Deep. And we have that opening scene where Sloane's got some taken ligaments going on. Something swimming in the background. What all would all started this off, Chad, in this in this season? Oh, boy. Um, well, Sloane's been on Titan this whole time. Um, so, like I said, the, the armor, the lore for the season is spicy. And we'll, uh, we're going to get into that a little bit later. But uh, she has been takenified a bit. And that gets explained in the armor. Um, and I think it was Asha. Asha is the the big psychic whale in the back. Um, and we'll also get that a little bit more explained in the the armor lore as well. But uh, it's definitely interesting. Uh, when you walk in first and Sloane's there, she has the taken ticks, like the like the quick twitches that that they do, you know, when they're just standing. So you can kind of see it before you even see her. Um so it, it was really neat to see that because I already knew to look for it because I knew she was partially taken, but I'm watching her and I'm watching her head like do a little quick twitch. And I'm like, I, I, I see Scions do that all the time and I don't like it. Um, so and then seeing the drifter look at her like, man, like, what'd you do, sister? And I'm like, ooh, this is going to be fun. So I'm excited to see what's going on with her more and, and deep dive into it a little bit a little bit more. All right, along with Season of the Deep, we have two activities. The first one is Salvage, which is a six-player activity. Um, pretty simple mechanics for the most part. Kill ads and then carry heavy objects and go deposit them somewhere. Uh, and then we also have a three-player activity known as Deep Dives. And the farther you dive down, the better the rewards. And um, that's the main seasonal loop except for fishing fishing you gotta get bait and you get bait from completing activities 
and you get to go around. You get to go to EDZ. You get to go to Nessus. You get to go to Throne World. Catch fish and then go back to the helm and we release them into your aquarium. So how's this how's this initial season looking to us guys? Is it is it looking good? Is it looking mediocre? Or you're like you think it's gonna be a dud? It feels pretty good with the farming you get from fishing, honestly. Like just being able to chill and not kill anything and just fish and then when i didn't even know how much loot you get when you take it back to the aquarium and you start depositing those fish it seems like a really good farm for trying to get the god rolls so i think this season's gonna be a win so go ahead shadow i um i like fishing i like it enough when i'm with the homies and I'm not actually on a boat or near a river. Uh, in games, I'm okay with it. And it was funny because I'm like, well, I was I was kind of fishing when I was playing Zelda uh, the last week. You know, I was I was grabbing fish and stuff just right out of the water with my bare hands. Um, so it's it's been it it was a fun time. I hung out with Jared for like 30, 30, 40 minutes on a fishing hole, just hanging out. It was fun. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. My warlock would not have to have a pole. He would just be able to just snatch him right out of the water. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Salvage seemed kind of lame. Be real honest with you. I played it exactly one time. So take take that for, for what it's worth. And I'm not really looking forward to climbing back in there 50, 60, 75 times this season that it's going to take. Um, deep dives. Not real fun. Matchmaking. Had a really good time playing with you guys whenever we did it last night. It was fun. wasn't challenging. I wish there was hard mode. I do know that the the roguelike stuff that they did that is allegedly coming is kind of time-gated, which is a whole nother, whole nother thing we can talk about. But uh, for what we have for exactly 56-ish hours into the season... It's uh, it's fine. As long as you activate the the tier three part with the the fake Toland down there, fishing, uh, kind of like the it's kind of Minecraft fishing. Seemed to me, uh, but it's unlike anything else that we have in the game. So I didn't expect it to be some giant intricate mini game system. So what I don't understand is if they were going to add a mini game, why didn't they add like some sort of card game to where you can card like scions or taken scions and, and then they have uh, some sort of game like that. That would be the mini game that could maybe get people in there. And then even though we know it would be ruined with microtransactions from the Eververse store, uh, buying packs on there, but that could be, that's the mini game they should go for because any sort of card game people go, people go bananas for. Yeah. Um, I'm fine with the six man activity. This is the first six man activity you've had for a couple seasons. Like we didn't get one with Lightfall. So um, if they amp up the rewards just a touch, I think it'd be it'd be just fine. 
the way it is. It's it's pretty simple. It's nothing too hard. Um, my wife is playing this season, so she actually enjoyed the six man activity. So she hasn't played that many, and where you had to carry the object, and then you had a buddy go along with you and clear out ads as you're carrying the heavy object was like she's like oh that's great you actually have to work as a team to do something it's not just just go kill ads and then you move on to the next area you know so um this also comes along with the new title for aquanaut i think that title name is kind of weak yeah but all they need to do is take one a out it would have been pretty sweet uh, but back to the 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 last um, <laughs> thanks, Link. Uh, <laughs> to the the thing we were talking about carrying some, a heavy object. Uh, do we think that's foreshadowing what raid might be coming back next season, or or not? Corona. Um, no, I have no. You don't, hopes for you don't think for like with. You don't think like Wrath of the Machine, where you got to carry the parts back and the Death Samboni? No, I think it's no, because they would have they would have to make those that type of Fallen in the game again, and they're not going to make that. They're making new IPs. I think it. We talk about the Siva, like the Siva fied yeah, Devil mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the Spicers. Yeah, I think it's going to be Crota. Honestly, and I think they're gonna make it really, really hard. Cause <laughs> what if they did? What if it became the most difficult raid? Well, of all of them, <laughs> I I think that because that first mission in the season, you have to stand on those totems or like those those platforms, and they look exactly like the ones in uh, the can't even think of the name. But we're just gonna call it Crota. Can't even think of the name of the raid. Yeah, but. Whenever, whenever you have to build the bridge across, yeah. is that the part you're talking about? Yeah, that part. Yep. That's the vibe it gave me, so that's why I think it's going to be that. So it kind of makes sense. I'm still going to say Wrath tried to do something to race quota again, or I mean, so there's been there's being more whispers in the in the Destiny leak scene of what raid is coming back. I'll leave it at that. You can search it out. I, I will. We don't do spoilies. So I haven't even seen that. No spoilies. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to have some dates here for the rest of this season that mark down on your calendars. Uh, tomorrow at noon. No, at one Eastern. Uh, the new dungeon drops. So uh, that is Ghosts of the Deep. The name is officially out. It's in the TWAB, so this is not a spoiler. That's the name of it. Trials of Cyrus also drops tomorrow at the same time. Um, I couldn't imagine the sweat fest in there as <laughs> the new dungeon drops. You know, all the PVE people are pulled over to that, and then you have the PVE. You got the people as wanting to uh, get the paid carries out there, uh, doing the account because I'm sure those are still out there uh, trying to get through those new rewards. The first Iron Banner is May 30th. Grandmasters start on June 13th. And then Solstice begins on July 18th. Is Solstice fun? Which one is that? It's the EAZ. That was the... Yeah. The, yeah, Aerial Zone. Isn't that the one that usually coincides with uh, 
like the the end of the year wrap up stuff, like the to. MMXXII. Oh, the moment trying. I I I. Yeah, that's uh, the one. No. That's what I was looking for. No, because that that one is one that you can do. Like that's not an event. That's just a thing that activates, and you can just yeah, do stuff. They're usually like in the same season, though, right? I don't. I don't remember, man. They used to I don't be for care enough time. to worry about it. Yeah. I always, Thanks, Jared. I always you think thought it was Destiny podcast. I always thought it was the season. Once the last season hits, that's when Moments of Triumph went live. So before it's usually the one that, like right before the next expansion. Yeah. Which did did we get one in Seraph? Yeah, that's what I was. That's kind of what I was thinking. It used to be the yeah. summer because we used to have a fall release. Because in fall we have the Festival of the Lost. And then we have the Christmas. And then, so that's why I thought it might be that. Because Moments of Triumph is usually pretty rad. Yeah. yeah. Usually you go back and have to do some of the older raids and, and stuff like that. Are you, uh, any of you going to be trying to go to the lighthouse with the new trials update on the card? That Mercy card's got an extra forgive. I'm going this weekend. <laughs> I'm doing it. <laughs> Are you doing it? I don't know. I get the five games and then I just get absolutely (laughs) smashed. I'm like, yep, maybe next weekend. All right. (laughs) I'm not, I'm not sure I touched crucible last season outside of supremacy and the first week to get pinnacle drops or the first two weeks to get pinnacle drops. I don't think I played any other crucible last, last season. Oh, uh, immortal, immortal came out though, right? Yeah, yeah, last season, yeah. Yeah, that Immortal Week, I was in there. But it was just solely like, I need to get to rank 8 or rank 10 or whatever it was so I could get it to drop, and then I spent all my engrams focused on it. Mm-hmm. So, And then I never used the gun again, so I'm really glad that it was so important for me to play like 48 games of Trials that weekend <laughs> to never use the gun again. Yeah, so they added a glaive and the messenger back again, and like, those are two weapons I don't really care about. Like, I think that, we have what the messenger. Four? The messenger is pretty good though. Yeah, but we have like five crafted pulse rifles yeah, and craftable pulse rifles. and Randy's throwing knife also came back this season as well. And I've been trying to get that. But do do they have des- Are there any crafted that have uh, desperado? Wasn't that the main perk he wanted on the messenger? It was something like not, Outlaw not, Desperado or something. Yeah, but not anymore. And now Desperado or rap, rapid hit Desperado. Yeah, I think that's back. Again. Well, it's, it's still good to me. <laughs> it was it was good four years ago, so it's still good to me. I think I still have mine. <laughs> uh, we have a reminder here about guardian ranks. So. Uh, players who have already completed the objective required to reach rank five will start each new season at Guardian rank five. Boo. Other things to keep in mind once seasonal Guardian rank objectives, uh, these are the ones that have the blue text, or they are reset every season. And um, those are not too hard to get back to. You're mostly doing seasonal activities. And then Guardian do display the previous season's rank. For the entire season, unless they surpass it with their latest season accomplishment. So, last season, you were rank 8. 
he came into this season, you still show up as rank 8. But if you somehow get rank 9, you will be upgraded to Guardian rank 9. Likewise, if you started, if you made it to rank 6 last season and you did not make it any higher this season, you are still at rank 6, even though your screen shows you are rank 5. So next season, I will show as a rank 5, which I'm very excited about. But I was very bummed that I could not get to rank 4 and then rank 3 in the following seasons. All right, that is it for the TWAP and the early season of the deep reactions. But it is now time for four likes and four dislikes for this week of Destiny 2. So I'll go ahead and kick us off here. My like is going to be Gathering Storm with Star Eater Scales. And then a little bonus, I bought the new Gauntlet Ornament that pairs with Star Eater Scales that looks awesome. I'm like a completely blacked out hunter. And then the gauntlet on the, the left shoulder, it has like uh, red lasers coming out of it. And so it is like it comes out of the mouth too. It's sweet. So uh, it was worth the 600 silver. And I'm probably going to be some purchasing some more silver because I need Bungie to get this marathon game off the ground. Oh, man. That's going to be uh... – it's going to be a, a three-quarters baked mailbag on that one. Uh, my like this week is the dungeon, anticipation for the dungeon. There's been a lot of weeks about the dungeon as far as audio, setting, places that you are. And I'm very excited to get to see that tomorrow with the guys, which will be on the YouTube, uh, we'll probably start nine, nine 30 Eastern time tomorrow, if I had to guess, and, uh, it will be a blind run. So just know that it is, uh, we will be live on there for you guys. All right, Link, you got one. All right. <clears throat> My like for this week. I well, I love the fact that Cade Six is coming back because they were able to get Nathan Fillion to come back, and that is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm loving, like, I'm excited for that. I'm really excited for that. Um, I think my dislike was with the exotic focusing uh, that Rahul has now. I absolutely hate it because it has all the stuff in there that you can like, oh, hey, I want this, but you get super low stats, and I know that that was a bug. Um, That's probably my only thing that I dislike because if you go into uh, last season or the season before, I didn't get all the exotics because I was lazy from the Lost Sectors, you still have to go get those from the Lost Sectors in order to focus them. And I was like, well, that burst my bubble. So mm-hmm. that, that that's about it. All right. Yeah. No, it makes sense. Lots of people were griping about the uh, the focusing. Uh, my like is uh, Acreus and Nobeka plants. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun with that. Um, I've been using uh, Heritage to get the the overshield proct and then just switch to Acreus and just start laying some beats on stuff. 
just been destroying the yellow bars and salvage, just watching them just turn to dust in three shots, just two and a half shots and they're already gone. Um, it's been a lot of fun. I've been enjoying it very much on my Titan. Um, and my dislike is Cade six coming back. They made a big deal about him dying and it was very poignant and it made sense for what happened. So having someone that was important and having their death be as important as it was come back from a story perspective annoys me. It may it, like they can make it make as much sense as possible, but it, it annoys me that they, they walk it back because, and probably because there's so many fans that are clamoring for, Oh my like Cade's he's alive. He'll come back. He'll come back. And it's and deep stone crypt dropped and like Cade's in there. We can bring him back. We can bring him. And I'm like, no dude, like it's important that he died. It's very important that that happened. So walking it back, annoys me from just not not as a right i obviously don't write anything but from a, a story perspective i i dislike that that option okay it, would this be worse than killing uncle ben off in spider-man and then bringing him back to life spider-man would have no it, it'd be about the same thing I, exactly it, yeah because i if Cade didn't die forsaken would never have happened so i i get that from that standpoint I'm curious where they're going to take it because, I mean, Bungie can make some really great stories. So, I mean, this could either be like, you know, I mean, Ikora could be dead or it could be like Spider-Man multiverse theory or it can just like go. It goes so many directions at this point because we don't know what the final shape is. So. I'm excited to learn more about it, but I hope it's not. I I, I wouldn't even know how to like describe it. I hope it doesn't like take yeah. away from Forsaken and the impact that that expansion had when it came out. Because I think people are still healing. Ah, uh, don't worry, you can't replay any of it. <clears throat> so my uh here i want everybody to uh pick up their drink of whatever they have and we're gonna have to pour pour a little bit out here and that is for the silver fox nickname that i acquired because bungie has they've went too far they they have came out the they have taken away bright dust options for ornaments this season. Um, those are what, you know, they're just, every, everything's outrageous. It's outrageous. Everything, any chance you had to not spend money in the Eververse to be able to get things is just, it's gone. And I just, I feel like they are being like tacking $2 on for the season pass. The people that didn't buy the season pass, like it is just, it, it, feel, it feels, very greedy and I'm not buying anymore. So as somebody that has every ornament for the warlock class, like all the way back, not if I can't buy it with bright dust anymore, I will buy, I will spend no more silver on this game. So silver Fox, thoughts and prayers. RIP. RIP. IP. I'm going to get you a, uh, one of those rubber wristbands that stays strong. I'm going to send it to you. WWE. Stay strong, no silver. All right, my dislike is going to be AFK players and salvage. Um, They're already running rampant, just trying to get that season. It's going to be Ryan in a few weeks. 
getting that stuff going. <laughs> um, I, I've never AFK'd in this game, but the records show. <laughs> Didn't you do the Black Armory farm back in the day? Nope. No, I never, I never did the Black Armory. Like, that I, don't count, all that it, I did legit. That's why I don't have the title. It uh, oh. it matched you with only people that were doing it, so it's it's not like it's not like the the stuff people do now. Like literally, it's impossible to match with somebody doing that AFK farm that wasn't already doing that AFK farm. Yeah, as like back coming from someone that did it. Whenever like you that. could, whenever you could put on the mask and drop your power level to where you won't yeah. be match made with people. I was doing. I did the Black Armory farm. I had a Destiny two on one computer, and while I was doing that, I was playing Destiny one on the other. <laughs> nice alright so that's it for our four likes and four dislikes for the week and now it's coming up to gambling corner I guess that's me so uh, new season who dis Uh, dis is the champion the undefeated champion of the gambling corner never been beat any season Check your stats, Jared. I'm sure about that. Doing your, I'm sure, a hundred percent. As as Lincoln would say, I sure, I sure. You go ahead, <laughs> check the stats. Go back to previous episodes, and I am definitely undefeated. So, saying that, uh, gambling corner. It's probably my favorite segment. Um, honestly, I've been a crappy podcaster. Here, uh, probably for the last little bit, haven't really put a whole lot of uh, thought and effort. We used to have Mr. Vegas that we consulted to help with lines and things. Uh, but this, is, it's been a little different here. So Gambling Corner, we all start out with 10,000 Glimmer. Each week we have a bet. If you ever run out of Glimmer, you must sacrifice a weapon that the other two members vote on. Uh, of the show to see how much you get to buy back in for. So say you go bankrupt, you're out of glimmer and you put up like a gnawing hunger that everybody just has multiple curated roles sitting in their vault. Um, That's a gun that can no longer be acquired. And you know, that gun is going to be worth more than just a, um, a lonesome sidearm that you just have sitting around, you know. So the other two people decide how much that's worth. You're able to buy back in. Each week we have something that we gamble on, and there's one winner each week. This week, the bet is going to be uh, total deaths in the new dungeon. This is not – you are allowed to go over, so it's not um, price is right rules on this. So – uh, new dungeon, we will all be blind. A wipe would count as three deaths, obviously, since the entire fire team wipes. Uh, and since I won, I get to go last this. And I'll, I'm going to, we will let Link choose the order that we all get to gamble in. And Link, since you are the honorary number one guest, we'll let you uh, put a guest in as well. And if you win, then you get to. Uh, um, choose one person that has to delete two master. Yeah, I have to delete one crafted weapon. Ooh. Okay. <clears throat> okay. That's if Link, that's if Link wins. That's uh, I just thought of that. I don't know where it came from. 
personally, but that, that's that's the link wrinkle. The wrinkle. If, if if he wins, I think all three of us needs to delete one. If Link wins, we all have to delete a at least level twenty crafted weapon. Ooh. Oh yeah, that's going to be good. That hurts my soul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. You're going to do it, Chad. It's going to be fine. <laughs> Link cannot win. That's the main thing. Uh, saying that, we're going to do a 2000 Glimmer Ante. Uh, so uh, we're starting out strong. Dungeons are something that we really enjoy. Um, I did want to ask you guys. I didn't want to just commit you guys to this without asking, but I think that we should do another 1000 ante to who the first person to get the exotic out of the dungeon is. Okay. I agree. Two out of three. Okay. Uh, Link, you can decide the order, but I'm last. So you can choose who has to guess first, Jared or Chad. For such a big winner, That's you good. should want to get the disadvantage. Listen to how mad winner. he gets. Listen to how mad he gets because he might have to delete a level 20 crafted weapon. Oh, I won't do anything. <laughs> well, he gets so mad. Jared, if you would like to go first. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, been around a few of these for us day one. Um, I think look at, before you before you go, look how mad yeah. Chad is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his demeanor changed. <laughs> um, I'm floating between two numbers right now. Um, they're both in the 30s, so I'm trying to set it up a good way so I'm not too too low, but I'm not too high. So I'm gonna go with. I'm going to go with 32 and a half. <laughs> that doesn't work. No. And a half? <laughs> no. It can't, be a, it can't be a half. The math ain't Is math. that where someone you saves it? 32. You can choose 32 or 33, sir. <laughs> I'll go 32. So would the half be someone that lands out of bounds and then saves themselves somehow? No, it would be like if the number was 33 deaths and you chose 34 and I chose 32 and a half, I would be closer. You're still closer? Yeah. <laughs> He's trying yeah, to. I figured. That's cowardly. <laughs> there, that's a lot. To be fair, we died a lot at Keitel because it took us a long time to figure out like the damage part of that. But how, then how did we do on Spire? Because I feel like Spire wasn't too terrible either. No, Spire, we just kept running it over and over and not getting damaged faces. <laughs> so Yeah, that's right. We didn't die. We just kept not figuring out what to do. <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't wipe you. So right. oh, no, it does wipe you on a couple in the room. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. So I'm guessing I'm guessing that means I'm next since yeah. since Ryan's yep. supposedly last. Okay. Um Yeah, you know, I'm thinking about that. That that number is actually pretty decent. I'm going to go 31. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> week week you get next. <laughs> you get next pick, sir. I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm going to cut that in half. 
I'm going to go with... Oh, man. 20. No, 15. 15. Yeah. 20. 15. He believes in us, guys. 20. Yeah, he's got uh, <sighs> 20 is safe because I know I'm going to die at least 100 times in this thing tomorrow, so... <laughs> That's fair. Man. Now, here's a question. The easy thing... Does he go 30 or 33? Pick on the other side of Jared. <laughs> was the Was the play... And I think I'm going to do a solid solid and you can thank me later as hilarious as it would be to me for Chad to have to delete a 20 crafted weapon. I think that he would get legitimately mad and maybe like sit a week out if we had to do it. I'm going to go. If wink, did you you went you went twenty? Is that what you went? Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna go twenty-one. And just cut that out, cut him out completely, assuming uh we don't smash so. it. So we yeah. just bust this out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, assuming <laughs> assuming we don't have a flawless run, just our very first try. Um because you gotta think. Uh, six wipes is 18 deaths, right? So the smart pick would be 33 if I was like actually trying to win. But just to, just to cut out Chad having to lose two um, of those shiny, they're not, what are they? They're not, they're not ash shards. What are they for the Send the weapon crafting? There alloys, they are, yeah. ass alloys. So, uh, all right. Uh, so the final link had 20. If link wins, we all have to delete at least a level 20 crafted weapon. I had 21. Chad had 31. Jared had 32. So Jared has from 32 to infinity. Chad has from 27 to 31. I have from 21 to 26. So Jared's, Jared is probably sitting in the best shape after going first, which is unbelievable that that's how it worked out. Uh, on to war with uh, the Chronicler himself, Chad Ocero. All right. Like I said, we are talking about the the armor of the season, the NPA Weirwalker suit. Um, luckily for me, all the armor has the same lore, so we can just go through and do it once, and then uh, it's going to be broken up into two because they're they're chunky boys. Uh, so we're going to start off with the helmet. It is it is a diary essentially of entries from Sloan about her time uh, since since she got zooped on Titan. So starting off with the helmet, obviously, day zero, black skies, quell storms as if the, they are fleeing omens. Titan's pyramid dragged hurricanes across the sky like chained gods. Deputy Commander Sloan had seen faint lightning flash from deep beneath the Arcology Dome, timed prior strikes and their thunder to judge the storm's movement. But as she walked outside to a flash, this time there was no thunder. It had taken Sloan most of the morning after the Guardian had left to reach the surface. Waves were overtaking the rig platform, sloshing methane across the battle-marred power suit woven into Sloan's body. Hell. She straightened her spine within the suit and stared at the pyramid through her HUD, 
watching it displace existence around it as it clawed a distorted path through the sky. Shiahan zoomed toward her through a blur of flickering neon, moving away from us. Shouldn't be moving at all, Sloan turned into her ghost. Let's get that perimeter set. The hive will come again tonight. Before she could move, the pyramid began shedding scales from its hull. They hovered for a moment over where they detached and peeled away, revealing obsolescent flesh. Suddenly, the pyramid emitted a wave that struck Titan, and a half-remembered tone resonated through Sloane's mind with it lifetime. Every experienced moment in a slurry of vivid flashes, condensed into simultaneous chaotic anarchy, grasped at brief joy, anger, love, seen from where she stood. Past experiences gained new perspectives, memories best dusted with rosy haze shrank under its harsh light, warmth too fleeting, cold, still ever frigid in its isolation. And something else, sifting through it all, drawing it to order as if rearranging fractured collegic pains into a new image. She struggled to breathe and her suit flexed against the weight of her years, splayed out across the time in violating fashion. Then just as suddenly they were gone faded into dreams. The sky turned black and orange like a fire screen and thunder resonated. Sloane's body pitched forward over the platform, sinking through the air then sea. Heavy metal was swallowed whole. Consciousness faded into the black. Her experience tumbled through sharded eras of reality like an astral projection, even as she felt her feet still firmly planted in the present. A cascade of timeless scenes whirled by like pains of life captured in glass an indefinite stream of consciousness. Scenes of Titan, of a vibrant seascape installation, too familiar not to be memories. Not hers, but no less real. Their point of focus left Titan, dragged backwards across the lonely expanse of space to a world she'd never seen. Its seas full of vivacious promise, its moons conceal a watcher in the sky, its waves breed insidious appetite in the deep. There is a temptation there she craves but does not understand, unnatural and cursed. She fell again, guided through a song, a memory, an image of a dream bent into perception like a focusing lens, unreality coated in familiar skin, an attempt at understanding. The tower, friends and comrades, shine and grime, all heralded return, a shadow drawn overhead, a battle delayed returning. The tower, a time yet lived, black shadows that would fill an empty void in the sky, extending impaling blades down into the streets, pinning life in paralytic mockeries of contentment, a display that strangles agency. A serpent winds a path beneath the shadow and offers to guide. She remembers this happening, and that it had not happened yet. Day three, the ghost of Titan walks on through sunless seas having died long ago. Repulsion lattice integrity, nominal. Oxygen sieve, nominal. Depth, 106 meters. The lettering on Sloane's HUD clarified in division. She dragged a hand through methane fluid to her faceplate, absentmindedly trying to rub the grogginess from her eyes. Motion in the dark surrounded her, kicked up clouds of fine grit. Her headlights flared as her fingertips clinked against her helmet. A thrall came screaming into the beam of light, bubble spewing from its jaws. Sloane's eyes went wide before she reflexively flipped the thrall over her shoulder and kicked its jaw through its skull. Her power suit spooled and pushed stimulants reactively. She pivoted and caught the sword of night mid-swing, snapping the weapon in two between the fingers of her gauntlet and driving a shard of broken blade into its chest. 
Another thrall crossed her headlights just before a silver streak whistled through its throat. Sloan eyed a selection of in her visor, which highlighted over a 30 dead hive, slowly deteriorating in boils of tiny rumbling ignitions that sent nerve spasms through their husks. Her visor cleared the readings and snapped into a friendly. Chiahan drifted forward, high viscera gently wafting into the sea from the slender razors protruding from her shell. You were out for days. Sloane's face wrinkled in confusion. I remember the pyramid wave. Falling? Dreams? Are you okay? Hive found us like you said, Chiohan said, retracting her blades. Sloane grabbed the ghost and hugged her to her power to chassis for a moment. Little killer. Really gave him the business. Chiohan chirped. Pyramid waves swept over Titan, bounced around, and a bit centralized where the pyramid stopped. Gravity went crazy, and in the ocean, I think we're a few miles from where we were when it all started. The pyramid stopped? Then that's where we're headed. After we grab some gear, Sloan said. Shihan dipped forward. One more thing. Something's out there circling us. Not hive. Can't quite pin it down, but it's big. Yeah, Sloan said, thinking of what went through her mind before she lost consciousness. Then let's not waste any time getting out of here. Sloan lifted herself from the ocean into a half-submerged arcology platform where she'd stowed a variety of rations and munitions since Titan's skies went dark. Her power suit clattered against the steel mesh floor. She waited for the echoes to die before taking a moment to exhale in silence. In that quiet moment, she made out a faint voice. Shihan rose into view. Do you hear that? Was about to ask you, Sloan said, standing. She snatched first in, last out from a stow locker, racked to the foregrip, then followed the voice down a barnacle-crusted causeway to an old research lab that Shihan in tow. Fluid trickled down cracked walls surrounding rows of dead monitors. Glass reflected prismatic color from a gnarled tear in reality at the lab's center, as if it had been carved from another epoch and affixed to this one. A human that didn't seem to notice them paced within the tear, standing in a fully functioning mir mirage of the arcology. Once he turned toward them, the tear spasmed and lurched forwards and backwards in time at erratic durations of speed. He was ripped both ways into non-existence and the tear flittered through events like fourth dimensional montage. The tear held steadily again, returning the man to his moment of existence. Shihan took a note of the badge in his coat that read, Gideon Teppin, NPA, Senior Marine Biologist. Teppin looked upset and turned away before speaking. She's afraid. That's why we're all having them. Something's wrong. She's showing us what's coming in plain view. The man angrily swiped his hand through the air in Sloane's direction. It's like she's screaming it into my head. I know I'm not the only one hearing it. It chose us. He stepped forward and placed his hand on the border between then and now. I'm dreaming my own memories, but with little differences, little omens, black ships in the sky. Sloane leaned forward, hand pressed on what the living memory played out before her on the other side of the tear. She's trying to warn us. We should evacuate. We we have to get her. The tear lurched again, ripped away, lost to the rushing passage of time, and blinked into non-existence. Gone. Sloane dropped her hand, jaw clenched. See if you can dig up any archaeology records on this. That marine biologist, Teppin, was he in some sort of captured time fluctuation? Is that even possible? I've never seen anything like it. I'm not really sure. Shihan skimmed through archived records. It's under Telev 01. Looks like a psychic space whale some biologists were studying out in the ocean. They never got accurate measurements, but this, this estimate can't be correct. Over 150 meters. Report says it wasn't from here, though, and it refers to a lot of visions that personnel were having, which is odd. 
Not a lot of alien species in Seoul until after the Golden Age. I was having dreams while I was out, Shihan, of some other world, the pyramid on Titan, the tower. Like I remembered being there for each one. Well, I guess it could be an ancient space whale, or sometimes the traveler gives people dreams. But are we going to ignore the obvious you were rendered unconscious by a pyramid wave explanation? No, but we've seen enough weird to knock it out. Sloan sighed. Sure, I'll log that like log that away, Shihan said. You know, the readings coming from inside that field Teppin was in were consistent with atmospheric records on Titan during the collapse. What does that mean? Sloan looked back at the spot of warped space-time. Was he real? I don't know. I just know it wasn't a simulation. So next week we'll get into more about the space whale. Um, we'll finish off that that Sloan storyline there. But uh, what she's seeing is similar to what was on Mars. The tears that uh, that were on Mars where you can go into the past. Um, the, the ones that the witness was using to try trying to find Nefeli's stronghold through the memories of old Rasputin before he deleted the records on his drive. Um, so it's, it's definitely important to see that and that we know that that's what Sloan's going through there. And we also know the whale as well, since we already met it, but uh, it's going to be interesting to hear more about what's going on there and uh, to, to learn more about the whale for sure. All right. That brings us to the mailbag for this week. So first question here, it just says marathon Fox. So, yeah, it actually, actually I think it, you it read says, that incorrectly. It says it says Matterthon. Oh, Matterthon. So, yeah, so I was uh you know, I really thought you guys might thank me for my service, but uh for watching the Destiny or the Sony showcase there. Uh cuz I did sit through like 45 minutes of just pure garbage in order to just see the bungee stuff there towards the end. I take that back. There were like 7 minutes of Spider-Man 2 that looked pretty rad. But the rest of it, not much going on. So uh, seeing that, there was all of a sudden there was uh, a, a trailer that hit and I saw kind of like uh, something that looked like paint splatter. And I thought, man, that kind of looks like matter. Because you remember we got like a little tease of that. And uh, all of a sudden I, I opened up our, our group text that we have, uh, Jared and Chato. And I'm like, are you guys watching this? looks like matter oh my god and then chad starts complaining that i'm sending multiple messages instead of just one message but uh you know some of us could complain that one of us has makes the other two of us have green text bubbles but i don't ever do that uh so uh here that's happening and all of a sudden i i see this and uh marathon which I I don't know if we ever discussed it on the show or not, but I know we discussed it personally because it kind of leaked out that uh, Marathon was getting remade and we knew it was an extraction shooter and all this goes on, comes out and I watched it. And then uh, directly after that, the, the Cage 6 Destiny trailer comes on. So I just rewind all of it and my wife's like, Oh my God, I knew you were going to rewind this and watch it. I was just wondering how long it was going to take. And I was like, shut up because I'm going to rewind it again after I watch it. And I'm going to watch it three times now. So I uh, do that and I watch it 
And then I, at that point I have to rewind it again and watch all of it again. And, uh, watching the matter trailer, uh, clearly we, it, it's an extraction shooter because, uh, I didn't notice like the countdown timer that was on, like showing on the back of his, like on his back or whatever, which is, might be your HUD. I'm wondering if that's, it's going to be like one of those HUDless games like Dead Space kind of came out with back in the day to where like your HUD is like on your character's body. You know what I mean? And my first thought is, oh, this is clearly, clearly what Matter was based upon. So Matter must have been the code name for Marathon or perhaps matter was a different game and then they like transitioned it into the marathon universe because it was a name that like a property that already had like cachet uh with people it wasn't something they had to completely come through uh i thought that it looked a little destiny adjacent because there's the scene of like the big planet with like the smaller planet with the traveler um and then the more I watched it, the more mad I got uh, from watching it. So I ended up very upset, uh, especially later that evening whenever they did the get 7,777 concurrent live viewers and then we're going to release like a, was it a nine or 10 minute Vidoc or whatever that they did. And after I watched that, I became real mad and I'm still going to play this game. I'm still going to buy it and probably buy the super mega deluxe ultimate digital edition or whatever. But I am kind of upset. I kind of have worries about this game, but before I get into those, I want to get in. I want you guys to talk about your initial thoughts. Yeah. Seeing the backpacks, I was just, I was thinking of squid game and like, how, Oh, that's character number three. 17 or character number 30 and like you're trying to say like how many people are dropping into the area uh but it made more sense that the timer actually went down um it made me think of westworld and the intro scene to westworld and how they make the people of westworld and um we i'm pretty sure we've talked about it bungie making an extraction shooter on the pod and um Whenever they like put the link to the website and actually said what it was, it's like, all right, this is great. They're going to have like a PvP game that they put out there and be top of the PvP world again. Good for Bungie. And um, the Viaduct, um, I liked it. There was some. I feel like there was a couple older faces in there, and I think uh, there's a couple guys that like I haven't heard much from on Twitter. All started to start popping up again, saying because they've been working on what is now marathon and haven't been talking about anything for a long time. So it's pretty great to see, see that overall, I have this positive energy going in about marathon, not mad, not upset about crucible at the moment. Um, actually seeing the work paid off. I wish they would have gave us States. That's the only thing that I think that was a negative to me. I mean, I've always been a fan of, of, of bungee gunplay. Their, their gunplay from, from obviously from the Halo days was excellent. It's always been really good. Um, I didn't get to play Marathon. Um, I wasn't allowed to play on the computers. Um, I think, I don't even, I'd have to check with my dad to see if he ever did play it. But uh, 
I don't know what their that old game was even like, but I'll definitely see if they're like, you know, play a beta with, uh, with these folks here. Um, see what it's all about. I'm sure the gunplay is going to be as crispy as any other destiny or Bungie game that's, that's come around. But, uh, I haven't played any other shooters that aren't just straight PVP like halo style. So I have no input on extraction style games. I have no input on a f- like on what, what's the what's the 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 the, the Fortnite just battle royales. I don't have any input on any of that um, whatsoever. So I'll definitely look more into what that extraction exactly means. See what games are currently doing it, and just 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 so I can kind of get my head around it because I know nothing. I know literally nothing. Um, I'll watch the Vidoc. I haven't watched it yet. I was very busy today. Um, but uh, uh, just interested in seeing it. I am sad that it is definitely pulling a lot of resources from Destiny 2. A lot. Am uh, am very happy to see that they are leaving old consoles in the dust with Marathon. I mean, assuming it comes out in the next year or two. Um, but uh, two years or more according to Ryan's meh, if you if you're not watching. Um, I think two years is pretty probably gonna be pretty accurate. Yeah. Um so we'll see. You know, we'll see what happens. Um two years is two years is probably a good bet because after after final shape, after that whole year comes through, then they might they'll give a little bloop. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um definitely definitely looking to hear more about it. But uh Again, like I said, I know nothing about any game modes that aren't just here's your team, here's their team, shoot each other. Go ahead, Link. Uh I'm I mean, I'm kinda I'm torn on it, really. I'm I'm excited to see it. I think one of the coolest parts I saw in the trailer, it was like uh like the 42nd mark, you can see that warlock chest from the 30th anniversary with the with the green orb on it, which is pretty cool. Um I do like extraction shooters, but it's very it's very limited cuz I can't do it very long cuz I get anxiety and I get really angry in those types of games cuz I'm like <clears throat> I just it's a whole other side to embrace because it's, uh, I mean, I play like Tarkov. So, I mean, gunplay is going to be a big thing for that game. I'm curious to see how inventory and if they're going like the Tarkov route or if they're going like the Call of Duty kind of extraction kind of route. So, it'll be, it'll be interesting. I am sad because, you know, I feel like I think the the director the main guy working on it that's uh christopher barrett isn't it and he did forsaken right yes. so, and halo 3 yeah so, and destiny 1 it i just i worried that like with with the way destiny 2 seasons have been with like kind of like the lackluster and like minimal drip feed that this is going to take away from destiny down the road because we have the final shape and then it's whatever they decide to do next which 
you know, I know that it's two different cups of tea, but I'm worried that it's going to take away some like spice or pizzazz that could go into destiny, if that makes sense. All right. <clears throat> Anybody else have anything to say about this before I go in right here? I think it's really cool how they sent the puzzles out to some people to do. Um, I haven't really looked real deep. I know Dr. Lupo got one of them and he has a YouTube video out on it. So that that was really cool. I think it was scripted, but Lupo is a pretty good actor. All right. So here's my issue with this. Uh, Destiny 2, the best. If you were to say, let's go since uh, Halo 2 or Halo 3 generally is thought of as the best mainline Halo game. Um, I would argue a lot of people had fond thoughts of uh, Destiny 1 somewhere around the end of uh, D1 and the start of the Taken King. Taken King kind of really did a lot. And then Forsaken saved D2. Saved, one could argue, the entire Destiny franchise because it was in a real dark place. Um, Warmind was good. Uh, but it was made by High Moon Studios, I want to say. They kind of took the lead on that. And then everybody at Bungie was working on Forsaken. And so here's the deal. So four of the key people that were responsible for Halo 3, uh, Destiny 1, and then uh, uh, Forsaken were have all been pulled. Uh, I can only think of two of the names right now, probably because I've had like, three glasses of bourbon, like four cans of beer. Uh, but we got Christopher Barrett, which Link mentioned previously, who at one point uh, kind of rose through the ranks as like the gunplay director and then became like the head of the Destiny 2 for a while. Uh, whenever, um, you know, other people kind of got promoted up the ladder a little. And then he kind of slid into the shadows working on Unannounced Project. Uh, Lars Bakken or Bakken, not sure how that's pronounced. Apologize to Lars, uh, B-A-K-K-E-N. Uh, as somebody that's been on Bungie.net since literally the year 2004, 2005, you know, these are all names that have been around for 20 years. These are the tentpole people. So they have pulled four people off of Destiny and, and just kind of sequestered them to get there, and I'm sure that they had some sort of reign over the people that they brought off of Destiny onto uh, Marathon, Matter, Marathon, uh, you know. So they're going to take the guys that they trust the most over to kind of incubate and do this game. And then we have, you know, all this stuff happening with, you know, they're taking the primarily multiplayer-focused people. So uh, Gambit which was came out in Forsaken, had a lot of potential. Remember, there were like Gambit championships that were happening. Never got touched. Never really. It got like one little update with like a new map and uh, we got Gambit Prime that came out after that. Crucible has been neglected. So they have basically, um, I don't want to use the R word, so I'll just say pillaged the Destiny 2 developers and pulled them over and they've all been working on uh marathon. So, you know, then they are <clears throat> doing all this 
Eververse stuff, like Eververse increases, they have also came through and, you know, we have, I hate to say it, I'm not one to really complain about these kind of things. We've got the same set of weapons two different times in this season. You know, here I am talking about the taken spare rations and Jared's like, oh, he doesn't know, does he? And I was like, what do you mean, Jared? Why do I not know? And you're like, oh, there's also the other spare rations. So we have regular kinetic spare rations, and then we have void taken spare rations. That's not called spare rations, but it's the same gun. So, you know, this is like all this recycled foolishness. You know, they've been doing this game since, what, Jared, what'd you say, 2018? They've been working on this. And it just, it sucks. Like, I, lo- I love Destiny. I've played Destiny since the Destiny 1 beta on Xbox One. Uh, you know, I know Jared's been around majority of that time. Chad, I know that you came in, uh, I think, what, season two of uh, Destiny 1, and, and you've been around since then, more or less. And, you know, it. we always knew, we, we always joked that people came off of you know, like, oh, they took all the multiplayer people and they're working on Matter. You know, we didn't know Matter was a marathon. But now, going from all this, how long are we going to play an extraction shooter? Is this going to be a game that we can main for an entire year or two before Destiny 3 or whatever that is uh, comes out? Because let's be honest, they're not going to kill Destiny. Destiny makes too much money. You know, they're owned by Sony now, so they they have to make money. Marathon is going to be, uh, you know, this this new game that they have, obviously. But uh, do you remember all this stuff about we're listening? Like we're listening to you? I feel like, you know, what what have been the two main, you know, like PvP things that they've talked about? So everybody's wanting dedicated servers. And, you know... And everybody's wanting to get rid of old consoles. They're like, we're listening. We're listening. Yeah, we're listening to all the Destiny players. And then we're going to take your feedback and put it into our new game that hasn't been there. And that just, it, it, it doesn't feel good. This is part of like the no more Silver Fox thing that we discussed earlier. Um, I feel betrayed a little. You know, I'm not like saying, I'm not boycotting anything. I told, I said right up front. I'm going to buy the $120 digital edition of this game and I'll probably buy some of the Funko Pops and probably buy a t-shirt, right? I'm going to be there. I'm going to play it. I can't imagine that I have 4,000 hours into this series, you know, like I did with the Destiny franchise, you know, between D1 and D2. I, I can't imagine it's going to be like that. And if you think about timeline-wise, Final shape, they're probably pretty close to wrapping it at this point, you would think. But they're probably looking at Destiny 3, which I had to guess. So Final Shape's going to come out in February. Uh, Matter will probably come out either like November-ish of next year, maybe February of the following year. And then we're looking at Destiny 3, probably the year or a year and a half after that. So that's going to give them like two or three years of the Destiny people to make those strikes and all those things that we need 
uh, for that and kind of overhaul that game. So Destiny's probably going to, you got to think, we probably got a year and a half of Destiny before we got a big break from Destiny. And we're going to be looking at, you know, uh, Marathon coming from there. And I'm just, I'm not liking it. I don't like where we are, but it is where we are. Um, I don't know. I've rambled a little. Do you guys, do you guys think I'm totally off base or, or not? I think you're, that's a good voice of the people that's frustrated in destiny. It, it's pretty, pretty much a nail on the head there. Um, I think you're a little aggressive with the timeline for, for marathon. I think we'll be lucky by the, the spring of 2025 to have a beta. So you think they're going to be two years without a beta? Yeah, I think in a year and a half we'll have a beta. Dude, they're going to be in big trouble if that's the case. Like they're not going to have anything, anything at all to show. So final shape. Are, so, are we going to get any seasons after final shape? Yes, so final shape is going to have a, a whole year again. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about they, that, man. They want I'm people not sure to pay I agree that. With that. They want to pay people to pay that hundred dollars for the year of content. So, what do you expect the last season of that to be? Well, it depends on what your theory of what's going to happen in Destiny. I personally think we're going to go back in time, but. So that the content sense. vault unlocks. Yeah. Yeah. That would make sense. I don't know. It <clears throat> I feel like if Destiny 3 is going to happen, it's it's going to take a lot for them to do it. Personally, I agree on the recycled weapons. I don't like that at all. <clears throat> Destiny is about new and shiny guns if they i mean it would be better if they could implement like a loot system similar to like borderlands where it's just chaos and you can literally get like whatever on whatever gun with over the combinations i would like to see some gambit maps come back but i mean it just feels like you know i agree with the copy paste i think marathon will drop next spring I'm I'm feeling pretty confident. They'll probably, I would imagine they're probably going to talk about it at again at the next Sony event, which is what in June 24th. Oh, dude. Uh, So, so are you talking about like the next showcase or are you talking about the next, uh, like the little mini shows that they do, um, the state of place. I'm talking like the next like showcase that. Uh, so the last showcase before this showcase was two years ago. They do a state of play every four to eight weeks. That's like a miniature showcase. So that that's probably, if I had to guess, that's probably what you're thinking they're going to show at. It's a pretty big deal because we've had. I think. I mean, we've had Destiny for, what, nine years going on 10 now? And now they're bringing right. Marathon back. I feel like Marathon's going to get, I think, once it, it, well, maybe not because 
Final Shape drops, people are going to want to play that. I think maybe it'll come out after that because we still don't know what they're going to do after. All we get is Beyond. So, so are you thinking that Marathon maybe drops like holiday of 20? So Final Shape comes out, let's say, February or March of 24, and then Marathon will launch holiday season of 24? Mm-hmm. I think they'll both come out the same year. Yeah. I mean, it would it would make sense. I mean, you got Destiny, and then, okay, well, Destiny story comes to a close, or, like, light and dark, maybe people want a break, so what other way to do that with another Bungie game? Marathon. I mean... Okay. How did they do... How did they I mean, do, it's been... Well, how did they do the launch when Reach... When Halo Reach ended, right? Going into Destiny 1. Uh, so the thing, <clears throat> the thing is Bungie made a deal to where after Halo three, they had to make two more games. Once they made two more games, they were free from their contract and became independent from Microsoft. So they had the, the core group started working on Halo reach. They had a side group that started working on ODST um, if you remember, ODST launched and it, they had like a, I bought like the $100 edition that came with like an ODST controller. And then uh, the game came out, the game came with a disc for the ODST. And then it had a disc of, it was just Halo 3 multiplayer. And it had all of the map packs and all that all on one disc. Um, so the the campaign and the firefight was on like disc one. If you wanted to play multiplayer, you had to put disc two in, in order to do that. Um, so that was like a side team that worked on the ODST campaign, which is why it was like a six out. It was like a open city with like I want to say six to seven, six to eight missions, kind of sparse uh, sparse throughout that. Um, and then everybody else was working on Halo Reach while they were working on Halo Reach. Um, there was like some subsection that was working on uh, Tiger, which ended up, that was the code name for Destiny um, at the time. So um, Halo Reach came out, Chad, was it 2009? Um. um... It was either late 2008 or, or early 2009. I'm pretty sure it was early 2009. Halo Reach came out. Uh, oh, it came out 2010, September of 2010. Jesus, really? Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's, uh, it must. I must be thinking of the the beta, because I remember playing the beta quite a bit uh, yeah. as well. So, um, so that that came out then, and then uh, the Destiny uh, release date was nine nine fourteen. So you had four games or four years, rather, essentially, uh, between um, Reach and uh, Destiny One.
Yeah, so I do agree. It's gonna be it's gonna be a Thor Lightfall. I mean not Lightfall, uh Final Shape. Probably probably so Final Shape if it sticks with February, six months later it's you know, August, September time. Time to time to launch the new game. So maybe maybe it's late twenty twenty four. Is Marathon free to play or is it a seventy dollar release game? I think there's going to be a base version for like 20 bucks and then there'll be a deluxe version for 70 bucks. So base version is used as a one-time fee to play the game. And then a deluxe version will give you like extra storage space. Some like extra cosmetics. Uh, you like level up faster. Stuff like that. Realistically, uh, saying this, as somebody that has never purchased nor played any sort of extraction shooter, but I've watched uh, probably twenty to twenty-five hours on Twitch over the over the years. How long do you expect yourself to play this game? Um, it, it kind of depends on who's played it. You know, is it the couple of the old Halo buddies that used to like only play Halo? tried destiny hated destiny and dropped off if they're playing it and then like you guys are playing it then like it's going to be happening a lot like it's going to be going to be playing it a lot like if this takes away some of my buddies that'll just die hard call of duty buy it every year and brings them over then yeah it's gonna be great saying this do you not feel that we've all fell off of our competitive shooter? Like that itch that we, I know all of us, I used to be very competitive, like with shooters mm -hmm. and anymore. Like I don't even care about crucible nor want to play anything competitive. Like, does that not worry you? Um, I think there's still going to be an element of collecting loot that will drive us. Okay. There better be a lot of loot. We can always hope. <laughs> Anybody have anything else to say before we go to question two? Nope. Question two. Which weapon this season have you looked at the most? I assume this isn't just about how beautiful the weapon looks, but maybe what roles you can or perks you can look to get out on a weapon. Which one are you looking forward to the most to grinding out? I mean, of course, uh, with Spare Rash just coming back, you had to take a look at it, but it is dropping with the low stats right now. So Bungie is looking into that. Um, outside of Spare Rations, I got um, a shotgun to drop. I'm trying to find it. It's a this is a new strand rapid fire frame shotgun, and I got all loading holster and cascade point on it. And so, like, if you get that, you ramp you ramp, you ramp up cascade point, it just empties that mag and like, you know, it, it's called until uh, its return. Um, it, it just dumps that mag in probably like two seconds. It, it's it's pretty jarring, and uh, I like it a lot. 
I got nothing. I've been, I did, was doing lore reading and other stuff. It's too early in the season for me to not just default to what uh, Jared's popular choices. Um, so like there's so many last wish weapons that you can red border, which we'll talk about. There's, there's a good amount of seasonal weapons and they're taking counterparts. I haven't had a chance to, to slide through any of them. All I know is stay away from bipod and there's a strand sword and that's what I got. Uh, Jared, what'd you say the name of that shotgun was? Until it's return. Is that, was the, that, taken the, one? Was that That's the taken one, right? Yeah, it's taken. Okay. Was that a last man standing? Was that the shotgun that was in the reckoning? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, honestly, I spare rations was the first one I was looking at because I played many, many, many hours of reckoning to get spare rations, good rolls on a PVP and a PVE roll on spare rations. Uh, the PVE roll was just a curated roll. Um, saying that we ran a little last wish last night and I really thoroughly enjoyed that. <clears throat> I missed that raid, had a fun time. Pretty easy, pretty trivial as far as like damage and bosses and stuff are concerned. Um, but uh, Apex Predator, Jared had told us there's like some pretty crazy rolls to get on that. And also, um, I saw today, and I think I shared it in uh, one of our Discord groups, uh, but there is a pretty crazy role you can get on uh supremacy which is the uh the sniper rifle that comes uh from the last wish raid and if you get supremacy with four times the charm and the rewind rounds you can shoot 46 consecutive shots without a reserve mod attached to that uh that is just absolutely that just blows my mind just thinking about firing 40 now that's going to be every shot's going to have to be a crit in order to do that but 46 shots that's that's crazy and that's without any sort of damage you know that was just fourth times and rewind so i am definitely going to be looking forward to that um so that's probably the one that i've looked at the most today All right. Um, question three. Last wish is the rotator this week, and web borders are available. Have you been back in yet? Uh, that is correct. We uh, we did a run last night. Took uh, somebody in the clan through for the first run, and then a couple of people through that's like, haven't really touched last wish for like a couple years. So, yeah, we got in there and got our hands dirty. Wink, have you, uh, what are your thoughts on last wish? Have you been in there very much? Uh, I got thousand. Never went back in. I want to go back in because I want to get a chattering bone. So I'm like, and I want to try and get another tyranny of heaven. That's like the one that I want. I want to get better with bows. Mm. Let's uh, let's get in there this weekend if you're free. I was thinking about. I'd really like to grind Cali out since it's uh, the rotator. We can get that challenge done real fast. 
uh, get those knocked out. Uh, the the really cool part of this is if you make sure before you do a last wish, you go to Hawthorne and pick up the quest slash bounty that she has. Uh, the reason is uh, if you complete each encounter, it gives you a, a you get to choose which red border that you want. And it actually counts for two as opposed to one. We don't know. We assume that that is currently a, is not as intended that it should probably only count for one, but when you got to get in when the getting's hot, when it comes to destiny and taking care of these. So make sure you get in, grab that from Hawthorne, do a quick run. I believe it was our, it was our first run in a long time had a couple first timers we had to fully explain every encounter and i think it took us exactly 96 minutes to do the entire raid so and i think we wiped once on uh the vault encounter and i think we wiped like five or six times on ribbon because we were having trouble with the sound cues because they changed them uh from what they used to be so Everything else was kind of a one bang. Uh, it's kind of trivial with our current power level and all that. So two out of five. And, you know, every I think most people got a red border along the way as well. And then you get a red border at the end once you complete the last encounter. And then you get two from Hawthorne. So you're guaranteed three a week at this time. And that's not any red border drops along the way. Uh, all right. Number four. This is a question for Link. What uh, which instruments can you play, and then which bands slash performers would you say you are your favorite uh, inspiration? Your favorite, and then your inspiration. Well, legitimately, I can play guitar and bass. Uh, I started playing bass, and I can play the French horn. So that's pretty cool. Uh, bands are very cool. Bands and performers uh, are my favorite or inspiration. Oh, there's so many. I can't. I can't narrow it down to just one thing because I listen to everything. So you know, I'll listen to you know Slipknot or like old Bramstein or. I'll, I'll be listening to like Taylor Swift or like in sync or the weekend or if you go to the EDM side, it's like Nerco and Dylan Francis and Elenium and stuff like that. So it's kind of all over the place, but I kind of use inspiration from all of them and then just kind of mesh things together. So I get inspiration from everywhere. So this is a good question. So um, in my opinion, the weekend might be the most annoying pop artist out there no. right now. I can't, I can't no, stand no. him. His voice Dude, just I can't, sends me up a wall. It's the beat. I can't feel my face when I'm with you, Jared. <laughs> like, I love it. I just like the 80s vibes because it's like 80s is coming back. Disco is like back. You can hear it in all the pop music. So I just, I'm big into it. So. <laughs> all right. Uh, question five. What are your destiny plans for the rest of the week? Holiday weekend, baby. Yeah, um, three day three day weekend. I get Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off, so I will definitely be t- 
taken a lot of beverages in two of those three nights. Um, Destiny plans. I think I'm going to be grinding out a few of those deep dives, some salvages. Also going to be grinding out. Um, I'd love, I really want to get back in to do that last wish Cali thing. Cause I think that's going to be one of those things we spend like 60 to 90 minutes in there. And all of us have like five red border, uh, fusion rifles. And is it age bond that drops there or chattering bone? Yeah. I can't remember. Age bond. Yeah. So get two out of the eight red borders done right oh, there. Jesus. And that'd be nice. I'm gonna be. I'm just be in the seasonal con. Well, I gotta catch, obviously catch up my other two characters through the story. Warlock's almost done, and then my hunter, and then uh, and then just sit in the seasonal activities, doing stuff. And then whenever Ryan's like uh, raid question mark, I'll answer to him. And if uh, Jared asks me raid question mark, I'll ignore it. Um, but if he, <laughs> he if he goes dungeon question mark, I'll answer that one for sure. Um, but definitely, it's it's gonna be hard to to not just be living in that dungeon running with these guys and then running with the Cali boys. Um, just, just spending some good amount of time just memorizing that stuff as much as possible for, for future endeavors. Yeah. So, uh, you know, big weekend here. So birthday weekend for me. So definitely got some activities planned. That's not destiny related going out and doing stuff. Um, you know, after work tomorrow, I'm playing 18 holes of golf and then coming home and doing the, the dungeon. So it's going to be a long day tomorrow. Saturday's going to be, be a big drunk, son. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> Saturday's going to be a big gaming day. Um, and then Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, who knows? I, I took an extended weekend, so I'll be around. Happy birthday. Early birthday. Thank you. Thank you. How, how old are you going to be? Like 25? 31. 31. <laughs> <laughs> Old AF, son. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to be 35 this year, so I say that. Proud of I you. feel very old. Considering after August, August the 18th, I'm going to be closer to 50 than I am to 20. And that is hard to believe. Very oh, hard man. to believe. Yeah. All right. Um, Link, did you already answer this? I don't remember. I'm sorry. What are my destiny plans? Yeah. Be... Are you going to get in on the last wish with us a little? Yeah. I'll, I'll more than likely jump into that last wish with you. Our King's Fall run was pretty good. So I was like, I, damn, I got a speed run medal <laughs> yeah. for that. Yeah, I need to raid with them again. <laughs> I think I'll probably uh Yeah, we uh we usually kinda get in and get out. We're fortunate enough to have ten to twelve people to kinda be able to cherry pick from to get through stuff. But uh we always do try to take at least one person with us that haven't hasn't been able to complete the content. Uh just in order to do that. If that's something you're interested in. Hit us up on Twitter at Destiny CC Pod. Put a link in this YouTube video if you want to put a comment in the YouTube video. If you want to DM us on Twitter, uh, we have a Discord channel you can join. That we kind of are. We could do a better job of promoting, probably. Uh, but there's several ways to get in touch with us. Uh, but we would love to help you through content that you haven't done for sure. Uh, 
the very last question that we have here is going to be the riddle that Jared and Chad absolutely hate, but us makes them suffer through it every week. Uh, I thought this one was slightly, very much slightly destiny related. The question is what can go through glass without breaking it? Oh, <laughs> I get it. If you, if you have it, just hold the answer. We'll give everybody like five to 10 seconds to think about it. What can go through glass without breaking it? Jared, since you have it, we'll let you go last. Chad, got anything? No. Link, anything? Well, my initial thought was my ex-wife, but I don't think that that would work. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh... I'm gonna go ahead. R.I.P. I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, say, wind. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's light. Light can go through windows. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry got it. Jerry got it. Jerry, would you have got it without the destiny, the little, the little hint that I gave there? I think so. Maybe not as quick, but yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, saying that. Uh, sincerely, Link, thank you. You've really helped mm-hmm. spice up our podcast oh, with yeah. uh, the music and everything. Always, you've been very easy, such a pleasure to work with. Um, thank you so much. If you're interested, follow him on Twitter at Link of Time G. Uh, I, I believe he said his YouTube and everything is all the same. I'm going to uh, allow him to sign off and, uh, Make sure you tell us every everywhere we can reach you and all that. Oh, yeah. Uh, as again, thank you for having me and uh, allowing me to be a part of this and to make the music as well. Um, I'm pretty much everywhere. So if you just uh, Google the old uh, LKIS on iTunes and Spotify, you'll find me there and you'll find all the Destiny stuff that I put out on YouTube on there as well. So, and Twitter and YouTube is just link at time G. Oh, yeah. Thanks for hanging out, Link. It was a breath of fresh air to have somebody else to talk to and whip off of for the podcast. Always look forward to that intro music. It always sets the tone for the episode. And then, like, after that, it's just up to us to keep it up. So, we usually, you know, do our best. But, uh, <laughs> you know, um, I know, looking forward to Season of Deep. Uh, make sure to hit us up. We're going to be playing. We're going to be fishing. Like, even if I'm just chilling in the EDZ or whatever, fishing, just join and just say, hey, I'm just here to fish too. And we'll just, we'll get that, that meter up there pretty quick. Yeah, definitely. Definitely happy to have you here. Um, always enjoy your work. The, the, once we heard the new music, once uh, Ryan got it all figured out, I was hyped. It was really cool. And uh, I was enjoying it very much. Um, but yeah, if, uh, if you see Jared in the EDZ, uh, he's more than happy to fish with you. I'll join him and fish with him too. Um, he, he's my fishing buddy. Um, but uh, yeah, season of deeps looking looking like it's got a little bit of lore coming in. So uh, we, we we got some good stuff coming in in the future here. Go cats! Love you guys. <laughs> <laughs>